Hello, real estate world. Welcome to the Nova Show, real estate records. This is Nuria Rivera, owner of Novation Title. I wanted to create the space for you guys to be able to share success stories, but not only success stories. I also wanted you guys to be able to share raw stories, everything that you have learned from the failures, the lessons, the wins. This is a space for our community to come together so that we can help each other rise to the next level. This is a space to be vulnerable, and this is a space for us to all be able to support each other in this real estate world. Please enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome to the Nova Show Real Estate Records Podcast. I'm your host, Tristan Hammett, and today we have a remarkable guest with us. She's not only an inspired inspiring real estate professional, but also someone who has achieved extraordinary success in a remarkably short time. Joining us today is Terry Hudson, who in just three years catapulted herself into the ranks of the top 500 agents. Actually, technically two, your second year. We'll get into that. Terry's passion for home design and connecting with people is at the heart of her journey in real estate, where houses aren't just structures, but the places where cherished memories are created. Welcome, Terry Hudson. Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited for you to be here. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Um, so I have met Terry through the charity committee at the Salt Lake Board of Realtors. She's our chair, chairman, chairwoman. I will answer. <laughs> and she has the bubbliest personality. She's so funny, and I'm like, I would just love to connect with her and get to meet her. And like, and actually have a conversation with you and get to know you. Yeah. So that's how we're here. And um, I want, we're just going to get started. Terry, tell right. us about yourself. Where are you from? Okay. Um, yes, I am originally a Californian. I was born and raised there. And um, I grew up uh, in Northern California. I moved from the Bay Area to Utah in 2015. Um, I ran a performing company for kids. Um, for 15 years, and I loved doing that. It really like resonated with me, and I, I loved working with them. And I was a performer myself growing up, singing and dancing. And um, yeah, when I moved to Utah, I did open the company here, but um, between COVID and other circumstances, um, I shut that company down in spring of 2020. Okay. Um, I then got my real estate license, and um, I knew I needed to have more um, expansive opportunities um, financially and flexibility-wise um, as a single mom with four kids. So, um, yeah, I, I jumped into real estate. A girlfriend of mine actually inspired me to do it. It was kind of on my mind already, and then she flew to visit in Utah, and we had a conversation, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. So, I yeah, I got my license, and... Um, jumped right in so okay because I was thinking um your husband is also an agent he is so yeah. you met him after you moved here yes uh -huh. okay yeah we actually met at our real estate brokerage oh yes. that is so cute yeah okay <laughs> that's amazing yeah yeah okay so He's you great yeah, you got your license and um so fall of 2020 is when I got my license fall of 2020. So. And then full blown COVID and, you know, everything else going on and um, the, the crazy market and things moving very quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of a full commitment person. So just jumped right in as a newbie and decided I was gonna just be on a really high trajectory and went went for it. So okay, so not being from Utah, how does one even find a client? Yes, um, it it actually was really interesting. Um, we would have, you know, our training meetings um, at the brokerage, and they would talk about, you know, your sphere of influence and reaching out to, you know, all of the people that you know. And because I wasn't from Utah, that was a much smaller circle for me initially. Um, and so I, you know, I, I did have to... I had to hustle a little bit. Um, I knocked a lot of doors. Did you? I did. Um, like your neighborhood or? Any neighborhood. Any neighborhood. Yeah, I would drive around and I would see a for sale sign um, in the neighborhood. Um, and I would knock that whole neighborhood because I had heard, you know, typically 
where one house is for sale, there will be more houses for sale in yeah, that neighborhood, right? They pop so, up. Yeah. So as a newbie, I um, I just kind of internalized everything that I was hearing um, from seasoned agents, um, and I would I would go and I would knock those doors. I also knocked a lot of doors um, in apartment complexes looking for buyers. So physically knocking the doors mm-hmm. at apartment complexes, did you have yes. good success in that? Um, you know, I had great conversations with some people and, um, I, I didn't actually get clients from doing that, but it was such a great experience for me as, um, a new agent mm-hmm. to put myself out there. And, um, you know, I, I had, um, flyers that I was leaving on people's doorsteps when they weren't answering. And, um, I did have a couple of people, you know, call me from that, not actually because they wanted um, to list their house or buy a house, um, but because they wanted to have kind of an update of the market, Okay, um, which was fine with me too. It also gave me experience talking about that. So um, it really just kind of threw me in, you know, more of a mindset of I'm committing to doing this and I'll be successful however, you know, whatever avenue um, leads me that way. Okay. Um, I also sat a lot of open houses. Okay. So at the time I jumped into real estate, um, you know, it was that, you know, seller's market um, where homes were not staying on the market very long, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so a lot of agents would list the home and they, you know, weren't necessarily wanting to do an open house themselves um, or they had multiple listings where they needed to have open houses, you know. So I would ask the seasoned agents, you know, can I sit your open house for you? Um, and I would, you know, make up flyers and I had a sign-in sheet and I would, you know, collaborate with these lenders before going in to kind of know the spiel of how to get people pre-approved and, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really just enjoy doing that because people would come into the open houses that I didn't know and it was just an instant opportunity for me to connect with new people and um, and get to know people, which really is kind of love my, my love language. I love connecting with people. Um, quality time is like my, my thing. So knowing, you know, getting, getting to know new people and, um, and helping them was great. And, and that's where I got probably 85% of my deals was open house, open houses. Wow. Yeah. For other people, I probably got 85% of my first year's business from open house clients. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because, you know, there's, there's some agents that are born and raised here. So obviously their sphere is very large, but I love talking to the agents that aren't from here Yeah, that just come in and then you have, you have to build your business and you've got to see what works for you. And I think diving in and doing all of the things, seeing what is working, works the best for you. Yeah. But I just love hearing how agents that aren't from Utah build their business and make it to top 500 in just like one, two years in your second year. Yeah, yeah. My second year I got there, which was great. So um, like I said, I I kind of am a jump both feet in, you know, kind of girl. And my first year, I remember remember meeting with my broker and having a, a goal session basically. And he's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, this is my financial goal and I want to make the top 500. And he's like, wow, okay, as a new agent. So um, I I didn't achieve that my first year, but I did my second year and I was stoked about it. So, oh, I'm stoked for you. Yeah. Thank that's, you. that's a lot of agents goals yeah. is top 500 and they've been in the game longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, how, what are you doing to stay, what were you doing to stay in front of the people that you met at the open houses, like collecting their information. Yes, um, which can be tricky. Sometimes people don't want to give their information, you know. Um, So again, just connecting with them when they came in, I would, you know, talk about the house. Um, I would ask them where they were from, kind of find out um, what their motivation was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I did not ever ask them, initially, you know, do you have an agent? Are you working with an agent? Right. Cause I didn't want to have them seem like I was this, you know, vulture coming on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I just would talk with them and, you know, kind of shoot the breeze and connect with them or if they had kids, I, you know, I was just really friendly. Um, 
And then I would really open the conversation with, um, hey, I have a sign-in sheet here. I'm not sure if you guys have already started working with a lender or if you're new in the process of finding a home. But if you want to write down, you know, what you're looking for, I'd be happy to send you other listings that match your search or connect you with a, a loan officer um, or two that, you know, you could talk shop with and and see what a payment would look like in a home like this. So once I kind of opened up the, you know, loan officer conversation, then they would also let me know that they didn't have an agent. So um, I also am pretty um, good with my memory. And so I would remember their names um, of the people who had told me that. Mm -hmm. So after the open house, I would, you know, star their name. And then I would go home and that same day I would send a follow-up text or email, whatever they had given me on the sign-up sheet. Hey, this is Terry. It's, you know, it was great to meet you at the open house. Um, I'd love to be able to uh, help you find what you're looking for. Here's that lender contact and this contact and this contact. Um, you know, let me know if I can answer any other questions. And they would often reply right back and say, you know, we'd also like to see this house. I'm like, great. When can I set up an appointment for you? So I just was, I think, readily available for them, um, and they liked that. Okay. And so those clients that you've had, do you still keep in contact with, even though you've helped them purchase a home? Are you still yeah. Okay. Yes. nurturing them? Um, yes. So a lot of the um, clients, you know, I'm friends on social media, and, you know, they um, will comment on my personal things, and I'll come on to comment on their personal things, um, you know, or I'll reach out via text like, hey, how's this going, you know? And I mean, honestly, first time home buyers, investors, lots of different um, categories of buyers that I ended up um, connecting with and picking up as clients through those open houses. So um, a lot of them have been repeat business even in the three short years that I've been in the industry. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, so it's been great. And do you still find yourself sitting at open houses or yes i do still sit open houses now um you know they're my own listings right okay. but at the time i had no listings right and so um i i needed to be able to have access to other agents open houses in mm -hmm. order to be able to to do that um so yeah it, it was it was a great experience for me i loved i loved everything about it and honestly um, it was a busy time. And so it was perfect for me to jump in and say like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to help this other agent by having this open house, but also it's going to help me by, you know, getting my face in front of other people and, well, and, and learning connecting. and absolutely. Yeah. And like you were saying, like door knocking and having all those conversations, repetition is the mother of all skill for sure. So just being out there and learning as you go and okay, that I could have done something a little bit different and yeah. it, in that conversation or, oh, I need to learn more about this or, yes. you know, like market trends maybe or something. But yes. And those first few open houses, the conversations and the questions that would come from those buyers that were walking through those homes really made me hone into what was important for buyers mm -hmm. in that market. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, between all of the open houses, I would kind of study up and, you know, I'd ask other seasoned agents, their, you know, advice about this. How would you answer a question about this? You know, I, um, I listened to a lot of real estate podcasts and I would listen to the lingo so that I felt like, you know, um, I didn't have all the answers, but I knew enough to answer their questions, um, their main questions. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, it was, it was great. Okay. And so since then, since you've started and just these few short years, it's been a roller coaster. Oh. And um, our market has, it's pivoted. It's pivoted. That's <laughs> a great term. Yeah. So we're pivoting here. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you, how are you protecting your mindset? And how are you, are you getting business? Are you, are you still in production? Are you, yes. so what are some of the things, the first part mindset about this market shift. Mm -hmm. um, and then secondly, how are you staying in front or, or how are you building your business still? Yeah, so um, as far as mindset goes, um, I would say like I'd love learning. Um, 
I am I'm constantly listening to audiobooks or podcasts or, um, you know, putting myself again in rooms of people who know more than I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in never being the smartest person in the room. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I right? too. Yeah. So, um, for me, you know, um, always learning, um, has really benefited me, um, not only for my clients, but for myself in multiple categories, right? Like having that mindset of growth and confidence and, you know, um, personal achievement, like huge, huge, um, in success. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think just knowing like who I am as a person, like the market can shift and change right between, buyers, sellers, you know, high interest rates, whatever. But I still have a lot of value to bring to clients um, and to other agents, right? So knowing my value um, and staying in that mindset has been really huge for me. Okay. Um, So I I also um, am a big believer in, you know, playing with the big fish, right? So I, I never let any of my clients know um, that I was a new agent. So this podcast might be a little bit revealing. <laughs> well, you're, you're not now. <laughs> you're yeah. not now. Yeah, I'm not now. But, uh, but th- none of them knew that I was a new agent. Yeah. Um, so, um, and in fact, when I got my license, um, I, September is my three-year um, anniversary. So oh. when I got my license in September of 2020, I put my first house under contract in eight days. And um, that particular client um, had previously in another market had been an agent um, and never knew that I was a new agent. Like just, I just, you know, rolled with the punches and kept up with them. And um, yeah, so I think like having that mindset and that confidence is just so important, so key to success in any industry, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's the mindset as far as, you know, what I'm doing currently. I will tell you, I know the market has shifted, uh, pivoted. Is that the word that you said? <laughs> pivoted. Pivot. Um, but I've actually had, this has been my biggest year yet. So what? Seriously? Yes, it has, yeah. So yeah. quite possibly yeah. 2023 top 500 agent. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I, I will tell you, like, there's um, opportunity in any market, right? So um, when people say it's a down market, I actually wouldn't say it's a down market. I'd, I'd just say it's a different market, right? Yeah. But there's opportunity for sure in in any market. So how are you finding this, like, this change in, like, how is this your biggest year so far? Um, it's definitely uh, different, right? Like, you approach um, it differently than in the previous market of a you know seller's market. Um, but for me, it's all about relationships. Okay. And so during these past three years, I really have built a lot of relationships with my clients um, and also, um, you know, being in Utah longer now, I have a bigger sphere of influence, right? So mm-hmm. I know more people. Um, I do a lot on social media as okay. far as, um, you know, talking about the market um, and, you know, how people can navigate through. I have a ton of people that reach out to me, again, not because they're planning on buying or selling, but just with real estate questions, right? Um, or I'll be wearing, you know, something that, you know, shows that I'm involved in real estate and I'm in the grocery store line and the amount of people that talk to you in the grocery store line about the real estate market is unreal. I bet. <laughs> Everyone's like, yes. what's Are you happening? A oh, tell me what's, what do you think about this? I'm like, um, the lady in front of me only has three items. So this is going to be a really fast <laughs> elevator speech, but <laughs> better grab your information. Here's, yes. Yes. Here's this. Here's my information. Call me. So how yeah. have you built your, your SOI? Is this just getting involved in more things, kids schooling, um, going, are you doing networking events or? Yes. So um, I am the trainer for my brokerage. Um, I volunteer at the board of realtors, mm-hmm. right? I, you, you know, I'm on the charity committee. So that's, I'm getting my name out there within the industry, mm-hmm. right? Um, and collaborating with people. But as far as, um, you know, business or outside of the industry, I think it just is a matter of, you know, t- 
time being here. And then also, you know, social media goes pretty far. Okay. Um, if I make a post and, you know, it has a lot of good, good content, then people will share that post. Um, I also, again, with just like never wanting to be the smartest person in the room, um, I will put myself in groups of, you know, entrepreneurs and um, other like-minded people. Um, so I am like part of a couple of business mastermind groups. Um, I go to a lot of conferences. Um, I, you know, um, will go to a lot of classes outside of real estate okay. just to keep myself, you know, learning and growing yeah. in all categories. Um, so then, you know, naturally the conversation goes to, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm in real estate. You know, oh, great. How's that? So um, I think just like people knowing, you know, who you are and what you do. You yeah. Know, and then it spreads just over time. Okay. So I want to change the conversation a little bit yeah. to, I'm not going to get too personal, but yeah, how, it, <laughs> how is it working with um, your husband yeah. in real estate? Like, do you guys have to turn it off or is it just constant, like the real estate constantly on? It's actually, I mean, he's incredible. And I, I am super, super lucky that, you know, I, um, I found him on a relationship level, but also we work really well together. Do you? Yes. Okay. And, um, I do get that question a lot actually where people are like, uh, you're always together. What's it like to work together? It, it's incredible. I love it. And like, I mean, I could spend 27, 24 seven with that man and never good enough. So Aww. it's, it's really good. And we, we balance out, um, really well. Um, and like I said, we work together really well. So, um, they're now our clients, right? Instead mm -hmm. of his or mine, you know? Um, so, and, and it's great. We make a great team um, between, and that also has given me more like sphere of influence also, right? Like suddenly now I'm a part of his sphere of influence, right? Yeah. Um, so that's been great. But um, yes, like anything I can help him with, anything you know, he can help me with. We still have our separate offices at our brokerage. That's good. You know, so that we can still be productive and get stuff done, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's great. And I actually really love, um, like, collaborating with him, you know. And he has a lot more experience than I do in the industry. He's been in it a lot longer than I have. And um, so often, you know, I'll say, like, what do you think about this, you know. And he'll tease me back, like, well, are you going to do what I say or are you <laughs> – or is lip service advice, you know, <laughs> that you're asking for? I'm like, no, I genuinely want to know what you think, you know. So, yeah, no, it's great. And I, yeah, I really love working together with him. It's been good. Okay, that's awesome. And so you guys have an office at your brokerage. Yes. And do you, do you go into the office every day or what is your, like, a typical week look like for you? Yes, I am not in the office every day. Um in the beginning, when I first got my license, I was in there every day, right? But a lot of that was me putting myself in the space with other seasoned agents so that I could listen, right? As they were putting things under contract, I wanted to hear, you know, how it was happening. Or if they had a listing appointment, I'd say, hey, can I jump in your car? And I will just listen. You know, you yeah. can tell everybody I'm your assistant. I don't care what you tell your clients, you know, I'll take pictures for you, whatever. So, I did spend every day in the office initially. Now, um, you know, I'm bouncing around because I have clients of my own, right? And mm -hmm. so um, Chris and I are often, you know, just in the trenches doing, you know, the work at our own listings, right? Or like I said, we're part of um, some business networking groups. And so, you know, we'll travel for those or, um, you know, and we sell all over the state of Utah, right? So I know a lot of people... Um, like to have a particular region that they stay in. But, I mean, we will drive down and back from St. George in a day, you know, to show a home, list a home, whatever. So we are often on the road. Um, and, you know, we've got our playlists and our road snacks that are, you know, our usual. <laughs> while we're just, here we go again. Like, let's go, you know. But, again, great that, like, we have the opportunity to do that together. And, and it creates a lot of quality time for us, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it's good. Um, a typical week for me, um, I, I don't think there is a typical week, honestly. Like okay. real estate is all over the place, right? Yes. And, you know, kind of one of my um, 
things that I've, you know, kind of touted myself as an agent from the get-go was that I like to be available for my clients, right? Within reason, right? Mm -hmm. I need to be present with my family and with my husband and, you know, self-care. All of those things are very important. Yes, the balance. Yes, the balance. Um, But real estate, particularly um, since I've been in it, is uh, are you available? Yes, I'm available. Great, let's go now, right? Mm -hmm. Are you available? No, I'm not available. Okay, I'll go find someone else that's available. Right. So it really is, you know, I always joke with my friends that are not in real estate and I'll say, you know, it's kind of being like a on-call surgeon, right? Like I'm just, I'm I'm waiting for the call when I need to go in, you know, which is great. Like I like to be, you know, I like to be busy and I like to be with people and all those things. So it's been great, but I really don't think there's, there's a typical week outside of, you know, we have brokers training meetings or the charity committee meeting or, you know, um, kind of set appointments. But, I mean, just like this, right? And, like, collaborating mm-hmm. and doing a podcast. Like, I wasn't doing this last week. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun, though. I like, I like the ever-changing, you know, aspect of it. I, yeah, I do, too. It's different every single day. Yeah. Never know what to expect. Yeah. Um, why was it important for you to join the charity committee and get so involved? Um, you know, again, for me, um, wanting to really, like, just submerge myself in learning and the industry. If I'm going to be in it, I want to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the time, um, you know, that I was a new agent, you know, a couple of months in, I had heard like, hey, there's committee signups at the board. Um, you know, you should go. And um, a colleague of mine is, you know, really involved. And so I took it, his advice and I went and, you know, went to the, the sign up day and kind of ask questions. And I resonated with the charity committee because I loved the message of just, you know, like reaching out and helping people um, not only with home ownership, but also like they do a lot with the actual industry members, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the members of the Salt Lake Board of Realtors, right? Yeah. Like they like to give back um, to the community, people that are, um, you know, in hard circumstances. Um, and so that resonated with me. And so I wanted to be involved somewhere and that just kind of spoke to my heart a little more at the time, you know, than the other committees. Um, and I want to be involved, you know, when my kids were little, I was on the PTA, you know, back Mm. in California. And, you know, if you're going to be a part of something, like know what you're a part of, right. And it's hard to know what you're a part of when, you're not like in it and, you know, yeah, um, and involved. Yeah. And I feel like for not being from Utah, it's a great way and opportunity to get to know your community better. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's such, I've got to know a lot of organizations this way too. Absolutely. Yeah. And within the industry also, like, you know, there's people have been doing this for decades. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned a name and 5,000 people know who you're talking about, yeah. right? But as, you know, new kid on the block, I don't I don't know who any of these people are, right? So I, it's been a great opportunity for me to meet people and also being, you know, involved in a committee has opened my eyes to what the other committees do also, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so I, again, I just think like knowledge is power and, you know, um, these people volunteer their time to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, why can't I, right? And if I believe in the industry and helping the industry grow and be successful, then, you know, how can I be a part of doing that, right? Yeah. yeah. So. I love it. Do you think you'll ever, this is kind of side note, do you feel like you'd ever be run for president? Oh, heavens. I don't know. <laughs> do they want this for president? Yes. I, mean, I would be like doing the running man, running <laughs> I moon love when you across. start those meetings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't be doing the moonwalk behind this podcast table. Yeah. What, what's going on? Although Tristan? I did, I did hear a little bit of singing when oh, you said something. Yes. <laughs> so she said she's not going to sing for us. I will not sing on the podcast. But, but she used to, she's a singer. I am. Yes. I am a singer. I, I'm a performer at heart. So yeah, I love, I love doing that. Was it like acting or? Um, really more like um, musical theater. Okay. Um, yeah. So I grew up. Um, even when I was little, you know, like performing at county fairs and festivals, you know, with my little dance troupe and, you know, I was a soloist where, you know, all the dancers would also go change their costumes and I was 
singing solo on stage, you know, and had my little sequin vest on or, you know, whatever, you know. So anyway, it was fun. And But honestly, for me, I love singing and I love dancing, but performing was so much more for me of a confidence-building experience. Okay. So that's really why when I ran my performing company for kids, that's what I was after, okay. right? Like how many of these kids are going to be performers, but like they might be real estate agents knocking doors one day, yeah, right? Or a CEO of a company and they might have a little more confidence because they got up and performed on stage in front of people, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And um, what are some of the, so you use social media. Do you feel like, have you gained business from social media or is it just staying in front of your clients? So you've, yes, Um, I have, I've often um, gotten clients from the most random hilarious posts, you know, um, I did a, a post, um, I guess, was it two Super Bowls ago? Um, I honestly, they all blur together, but, um, it was like R and B and rap artists, right? You had, um, like Eminem was, Oh on yeah, that was and, such a good right? halftime show. Such yeah. a good halftime show. So I'm like, that's like know, our era too. My husband's like, what? What's happening <laughs> right now? I'm like, no, dude, this is what I grew up on. I'm, I'm jamming to this, right? So my husband's 19 years older than I am, right? And so he's like, listen, this is teeny bop music. I can't, I can't uh-uh. take part of this. And I was like, this is the best Super Bowl <laughs> halftime ever. So anyway, I made a, I, I took a picture of the halftime performance, and I made a post that basically said like, hey, if you were bopping around your living room like I was during the halftime show, it's probably time you start investing in real estate, right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, I picked up an investor client from that post. She literally, like, messaged me from that post and was like, seriously, that was the best time. You know, I loved all that music. Also, I need to start re- investing in real estate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, so I did that. Or I'll collaborate with builders and I'll share information about, you know, specials they have going on. And I will pick up clients that way. You know, yeah. I made some dorky real about me on a scooter when gas prices were crazy high you know um, getting back up there yeah they are getting back up but (laughs) I made you know I was holding my open house sign and I was on a scooter and I was like gas prices (laughs) got me like you know anyway and I you know picked up a client because they thought it was the funniest thing and they're like oh yeah Jerry does real estate oh she's pretty funny I'm like oh I'm glad you think I'm funny but (laughs) yeah I'm better in real estate than I am as a comedian (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) when I think I mean I'm sure I mean I don't know maybe your videos did get millions of views but I don't to not. me, that's not the point. It's no. like you posted the video and it it just you just needed that one person to yes. see it. Right. And to like understand you as a human. Yes. You were being real. You were being authentic. Yes. It you really know? is more just like a connection piece. Yeah. Right. Like they're like, this lady is crazy, but I'm gonna have her sell me a house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. like this is fun. I yeah. really love her energy. Yeah. Like I could totally work with her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think it's such a I don't know why not every agent uses social media for um, their business. It's free. And, I mean, a lot of people get camera shy. Um, you're beautiful, so you don't oh, need gosh. to, like, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, be camera shy. But um, I just feel like it's such a great tool, and you the amount of people that you can reach and connect with that way, like, why not? For sure. Just I think there are a lot of people who feel like, you know, asking for business on social media is um, a Mm no-no. And I don't know why they they think that, you know. Um, I mean, if people can mail you a card asking for business, why can't they put an ad out on social media, right? Or they feel like they have to be an influencer. I'm by no means an influencer. Yeah. Like, Like, oh, I need to have, like, thousands of followers. On any level. But I think also people are are, um, nervous to go outside of their comfort zone, Mm -hmm. right? Um, They feel like everything has to be perfect, right? Like, I can't do a live video because what if I mess up? Well, who cares if you mess up? Like, done is better than perfect, Yeah. right? And so sometimes it's not about something being perfect. It's just about, like you said, being real, right? Like, does somebody want a perfect agent? Like, there's no such thing as a perfect agent. There's no such thing as perfect anything, right? So, mm-hmm. like, be real, connect with people, and, you know, they'll reach out to you and be like, yeah, 
I, I would like to work with you because you seem authentic, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. And um, I, and also, the way you're doing it, you're not being, like, salesy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just being a big L- dork online, like, and it's fine. I'm, hey, I'm if, okay if this song resonated with you, yes. like, and every, like, yes. now's, now's the time because we're in that stage of life yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Or, like, you know, my scooter post, my daughter's like, you want to borrow my scooter? I was like, <laughs> yes, I do. Can you film me also? <laughs> Let me put my helmet on. You know, I mean, I looked ridiculous. Okay, now I need to go look at this yeah, video. You <laughs> I look ridiculous in this, this post, but it was you know, honestly, it was great. And I had talked in the post very briefly about like, if you wanted to cut down your commute, you know, there are homes available in, you know, this area, and I'd love to help you find one. Yeah, and that's then perfect. I picked up clients from yeah. it, you know, so I, and like I said, far from perfect. And I mean, my neighbors were like, I don't know what's happening on my <laughs> ring camera right now. <laughs> But it was good. At least you didn't fall. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch it. Listen, but. it probably would have gotten more views <laughs> if I fell, honestly. I was wearing stiletto boots when I did it, and that got more comments, honestly. Like, everyone's like, how are you riding a scooter in your... I'm like, you guys know I didn't actually ride this to my open house, right? Like, this was for... Engagement, though. Yeah. <laughs> Giving yeah. you engagement. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. And what are some of the things um, for, like, time management, what inside or outside of real estate in general i think both because i right right now you're in a stage of life where you're it's a balancing act yes. with your real estate vacations um family yeah. and so like how do you manage all of that we all have the same 24 hours so yeah. how do you manage your your days and your time yeah i will tell you it ebbs and flows of how well i balance things without, you know, the overwhelm creeping in. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, kind of on a, a personal journey, honestly, to kind of get that in check because it is, uh, I think, really tempting to just like go, 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 go all the time. Um, and so you have to be intentional is the word about wanting to find. I don't really ever think there's a <clears throat> balance. Um, but for me, um, you know, I've got, I've got little kids at home still, right. And like down to a seven year old. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I'm still very much in the thick of it. Um, and Chris and I try to balance that out, you know, um, but, uh, you know, while they're in school, it's a great time for me to, you know, be in, um, either the office or doing things that I, I can't do during other hours or that I, I, I guess I could do them during other hours <laughs> that I don't want to do during yeah. other hours. And I want to be present with my family. Yeah. Um, but also I do think it's important to realize like, um, depending on the level of balance that you want in your life, you have to be willing to ask for help. Yeah. Um, that was a challenging category for me um, for a lot of years um, in general in my life and getting into real estate, you know, that is kind of when the overwhelm would kind of take over of, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. And I really had to get to the point where, you know, I had to ask for help. And so, you know, I do have a nanny and that doesn't work for everybody, but that is what made me be able to like have this be my best year. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I could say, okay, from these hours, you know, I need help. And then after these hours, I'm 100% present with my family. Yeah. Right. So I think like doing those intentional time blocks of, you know, what you're prioritizing in that moment mm-hmm. um, is just really important. And it's honestly made it so that I don't have burnout or resentment. Totally. Right. Because I think in any industry across the board, burnout is a real thing for people. Yes. Um, and, a lot of people don't talk about it, right? We're yeah. supposed to put on a happy face or, you know, on social media, we show our, you know, success. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, behind closed doors, there's a lot of overwhelm and burnout. Um, and you end up resenting whatever, you know, is giving that to you, whether it's your job or, you know, kids or whatever. So I think it really is important. And it comes back to that mindset of, like, what am I actually grateful for? What am I you know, doing this for what's my end goal, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, would I love to be able to help a million people find a home? Sure. But is that going to serve me 
and my family the best. Right. And if I have, you know, a million clients, am I going to be able to be 100% for all and of them? And serve your clients the right. best. Yeah, yeah there's so, no way. Yeah, so I think it, it really is about honesty and, like, awareness of, you know, what you value and where you are in your life. Um, and, you know, and ask for help. You know, yeah. I think it's really important. I love that. That's so true. And it's, um, I know a lot of people just within their business too, they don't want to, or they don't feel comfortable giving some of their workload to somebody else and asking for that help. But really like hire, like I'm talking about like hiring an assistant or a yeah. TC or something, right. but really that's the time that you could be utilizing yeah. to nurture your clients more or be networking or, you know, going and finding new business yes. and letting somebody else that can handle those tasks for you. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I mean, honestly, I think it was uh, Jim Collins from Good to Great that said, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. Mm. Um, and I think it really is important. Um, hopefully that was the right quote that I, I mean, personally. It sounded I good. Gave it. Well, no, it's the right quote <laughs> yeah. for sure. It might not be the right person, but. Sorry, you know, if it's not bad. Um, honestly, though, I think it's important to say, you know, we want to make these huge to-do lists and we beat ourselves up over not being able to get it all done, yeah. whether that's for our clients, our family, ourselves, our spouse, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, great, write the to-do list and, like, let's circle your top three. Yeah. Right? Like, where's your priority going to be? And if getting, you know, the the contract paperwork done or getting the, you know, the open houses done or whatever, if those aren't in your top three, you need to find someone who can do those things for you. Right? I love that. Because otherwise, how are you ever going to elevate to the next level in your business? When you're, um, when you're handling all this stuff down here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, if you talk to really successful people, again, in any industry, uh, I mean, they are offloading things that other people can do. So for me, like I love connecting with my clients. I want to be the one that's showing them the home. Mm -hmm. I want to be the one that's at closing. I want to be that. So can I do that and do all the paperwork? Can I do that and also, um, you know, meet inspectors or appraisers or any of those, right? Or are those things that that my client doesn't care if I'm the one that's letting, you know, the appraiser in or mm -hmm. that, you know, is pushing the contract paperwork, you know, to admins or TCs or any of that. That's not what my clients actually care about, right? They want right. to connect with me. They want to have the time to walk their properties with me, get my actual feedback. So wherever your priority is, that's where you need to focus your time and energy and any of the other stuff, like, yeah. let go of, right? Because yeah. otherwise you're going to just grind, 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 grind and stay the same instead of leveling up to, you know. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. That's so, yeah. it's so powerful and helpful because not only in business, but in your personal life too. Absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. And you want to say yes to everybody, but you've got to learn to say no, right? Yes. I, I, that's been a, another challenging lesson for me is you've got to learn to say no, you know. Yeah. He, this opportunity might be great, but is it going to get me to what I actually am wanting? Right. Mm -hmm. Is it a distraction or is it help? Right. right. So, and that, you know, for me, I've had to, to say no to a lot of things that outside of my career would take me away from my family. Right. I used to be a lot more social. I used to, you know, do a lot of things that I don't want to dedicate the time to anymore because I, you know, am really intentional about where I spend my time. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I wanted to ask you if you could talk to your new agent self right now. Do you have any piece of advice or something that you're like, oh, that was a good learning curve? My new agent self. I think I'd be like, yeah, girl, you got it. Like, you good, got this. Good job. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. You don't even know where you're going. You, you're leveling up pretty quickly. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would just say, you know, like keep doing what you're doing, you know, um, I, and, you know, willing to do the work and um, keeping your head held high with confidence um, is honestly like the biggest ticket to success and keep surrounding yourself with people that know more than you do because you're on your way up. That is so true. 
And what um, do you, are you a reader or audible? For sure. Audi- yeah. uh, for sure. Audible. I audiobooks. I think next to indoor plumbing is probably the best thing like I've ever come across <laughs> as far as inventions. <laughs> so no, legitimately. I mean, that was a joke, but uh, um, I grew up thinking that I didn't like reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, kind of like the self-help era yeah. you know, came out and I was like, oh, actually it turns out I just don't love novels, but I love things that I can apply. Mm-hmm. But um, again, with my like, you know, previous go, go, go self, I'd sit down at night to read a book and I'm like, yeah, cannot. Right. So, um, like if I, once I stop, I'm done for the day. Yeah. Um, so when, you know, audiobooks became super popular, I was like, this is my jam. This is it. Yes. And particularly like for my business, I'm in the car a lot. Yeah. Right. So if I'm driving to St. George to show a house, you know, or Bear Lake or anywhere in between, I'm I'm in the car listening to an audiobook. Um, okay. So I average two audiobooks a week. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Can you pick one to three of your favorite books? One to three. Yeah. Um, I actually just read one that I absolutely loved. Um, so um, Dr. Benjamin Hardy wrote a book um, called Be Your Future Self Now. Um, and that was a phenomenal book. And I actually um, just had an opportunity to meet him a few days after I listened to the book. And I was like, this is amazing. So, and I just made oh, a post cool. actually about it on social media. So you'll have to go check that out. But okay. it's a really great experience. Killer book. Um, really great concepts. And I loved the way he broke it down. Um, so it was super easy to make sense of and figure out how you can apply it in your life. Okay, what was that book called one more time? Um, Be Your Future Self Be Now. Be Your Future Self mm-hmm. Now by okay. um, Benjamin Hardy. Um, another book, um, very kind of opposite personality, I'll say, um, is Keith Cunningham's um, The Road Less Stupid. Oh. Okay. Um, he, he does not sugarcoat things. So that's my disclaimer of you uh, listening to that book. Phenomenal information. Okay. Phenomenal information. Um, really good. Talks a lot about um, culture, goals. He actually um, was very heavily involved um, in the real estate uh, world um, and talks about, you know, um, when the 2008 correction happened, um, his experience um, through that and what he, you know, learned from in there. So that is a great, great book. Um, and then um, my other kind of top favorite book um, is by Darren Hardy, and it's called The Compound Effect. Oh, that's such a good book. It's such a good book. Yeah. So that was, I mean, I think I listened to that book back in 2013 for the first time. Game changer for me. Yeah. Um, just, and again, you know, the thing that I love, The Road Less Stupid is a lot more business mindset. Um but you can apply the concepts, you know, but, but he's, you know, really hones in on, you know, running a business and um, scaling a business and making smart business decisions. Um, but the compound effect and be your future self now are both books that, I mean, in any category of life really can just kind of elevate you. Um, and I, I, I love that. I love that you can apply it in multiple ways. So. I, I love that. And it's ironic, too, that I'm going to ask you, yes. um, where do you see your future self? <laughs> where do I see Yeah, what are self? some of your goals? What are business, personal, whatever? Yes. Um, I am. I'm a huge dreamer and um, goal setter. So, um, you know, I do love real estate and I do plan on, you know, for the long haul staying in real estate, um, both as an investor and as an agent. Okay. Um, so I would love to, to continue to, you know, grow um, our portfolio um, as far as, you know, the investment side of it. Um, I would love to every year continue to be in that um, Realtor 500 group. Okay. Um, but um, as a personal goal um, outside of real estate, um, my youngest son is nonverbal autistic. Okay. And um, he loves music. Um, and a lot of nonverbal autistic um, people 
can't speak, but they will sing. Really? And, um, yeah, I don't know um, if you remember, Cody Lee was uh, autistic, and I believe blind also, and he won America's Got Talent. <gasps> I haven't seen um, that. That is such a great audition video. But, um, yeah, I, I would love to, if I, you know, had a – a big impact dream. I would love to open um, a music school for autistic children. Wow. So that's amazing. I would love to do that. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Just well, somewhere where it was, you know, it's a safe space for them to come and learn those skills and really collaborate with music teachers that would be, you know, loving and kind and patient for the different styles of teaching that they would be needed, mm -hmm. you know, um, in that realm. Um, cause every autistic person is different and, mm -hmm. you know, responds differently and needs something different. But, you know, I, I do think as humans, music resonates with every single one of us. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, imagine watching a movie and not having a soundtrack. Yeah. You're like what's happening right now <laughs> on the screen. Right. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're in a plane, if it's a love scene, if someone's running, you know, I mean, like run Forrest run would not be the same if he was just running. And there was no music in the background. Right. It's really inspirational, yeah. you know, and these, you know, like beautiful humans that have autism, it resonates with them, too, you know, and yeah. sometimes they just can't say it. What kind of music does he like to sing? Um. Well, I would like to say that he yells more than sings, but <laughs> well, we're working on the, okay. the, the tone deaf, okay. uh, but, but he, I mean, he um, is little, right? So like even just He's your seven-year-old. Yes. So just like nursery rhymes. He loves that. He loves the happy birthday song. He loves, Aww. you know, twinkle, twinkle, little star, ABC, all of those really basic songs, you yeah. know? Um, but you know, his, uh, he grew up in a musical family, you know? Um, so it's he, not just you that's no yeah his dad's a singer okay. um you know I'm a singer I ran a dance company mm -hmm. his um siblings all play musical instruments we have a music room in our house oh, and that's so cool he'll go and you know bang on the drums and play the guitar and play the piano and um yeah so he loves it but that's I just need to give him a little bit more opportunity I think to really like hone into his you know inner genius as far as music goes and I think that yeah yeah, I love that, and I can't wait to see you see yes. you open something like yes, that. Yes, yes, that'd be amazing to, to, be, to be like. Ah, yeah, she told me that on our podcast. That's right. Oh, I will yeah. for sure do it. I yeah. just yeah, we'll see when it happens, but it'll for sure happen. Yeah, so I love that. I will invite you to the grand opening. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'd love to be there. <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would. I I don't want this to come to an end. Yeah. But uh, where really fun. it has been, where can people follow you? So I am on Facebook um, and on Instagram. Um, I'm I, I'm not a huge TikTok, you know, person, um, but I probably should, you know, I can bust my dance moves out. You'd get lots of followers and <laughs> <Would> likes. I? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that'll be another, you know, maybe that'll be like by the end of the year, I should, you know. Just make one. Really just like hone into my inner TikTok, you know. We'll see. But yes, I am on Facebook and on Instagram, so uh, Terry Hudson Realtor. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for of being course. here with us today. I really appreciate your time and all of the little nuggets that you shared with us. Thank and, you. um, yeah, I look forward to being around you some more. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's been awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Terry. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate us, like us, and share this podcast with our real estate community. The Nova Show Real Estate Record, sharing raw stories of real estate, failures, lessons, wins, and successes. This is all from Novation Title, bringing a different experience into your world so that we can all uplift each other. Until next time.